0: central podcast i'm one of your hosts uncle ak and with me i got my brothers boss man aziz and smoking joe So fellas happy monday happy monday bro What's up? welcome back man welcome back yeah. welcome back man how y'all feeling And i'm feeling like this this gonna be a very interesting episode yeah man last episode you know shout out to shout out to um now you know podcast you know what i mean our brother our brother podcast today with us we have our sister podcast they go by my banya podcast and um Palm Wine Central. Now you know my Banya all sponsored by Stockholm Podcast, by the way. Forgot to say that. Do, man. We got Lo Petit Mimang. What what? 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 Lo Pimong, aka Lala, and Nora Frida. AKA Auntie Nora Frida. Welcome to Palm Wine Central, people.
1: Auntie Frida. Ah,
0: Auntie Frida, welcome to Power one. you corrected people. already. What's up? Hi, everyone. Hey, hey. Hey, hey.
2: Welcome. We're glad to have you guys.
3: Hi, guys. We're I'm glad, I'm glad to be here. Okay. Y'all need to wake up. It's the sleepy people for like, me. right. It's the sleepy people for me. You guys have mind-binding in the building. You better act right. Wake up. Oh, the Lord. only one alive is Uncle Z. Oh, Oh, Lord. Nah, we all, all sleep.
2: Y'all
0: need to wake up. Wake up. Joe, are you awake? Hi, Uncle AK. I'm all good. If anything my screen is frozen, but I can hear you guys just fine. Okay, okay.
2: What up, what up, what up? Are we done?
3: Can we
0: move on now? Yeah, you can move on. Alright, cool, cool, cool. So, you know, um, welcome guys. Uh before, you know, before anything, I want you guys to at least talk about get a chance to talk about my what my banger is about who Antinora is, who uh, Lala Pimong is, and then we're gonna go from there. So uh, let's start with the light-skinned one. Lala, go ahead. First off, first
3: off, start. I am a beautiful brown skin woman, all right? Don't identify as being light skinned. Thank you very much, AK. Um, Yes, AK said, I am. My name is Lala, AKA La Petit Pima, and I am one half of Mime Banya. Um, Am I like saying what I do in real life? Like a little bit about me?
2: Yeah, 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 you know.
3: Okay. Um, I would consider myself an intersectional feminist and a social justice warrior. Um, I've done a lot of activism since high school to now in my old adult age. Um, I just fight for the women's right, women reproductive rights, right for the um, women to be heard. Um, and in that fight, I also fight for the rights of men to be heard as well. But definitely push forward how women are being viewed in society and just taking us out of the boxes that disables us from being who we are or just traditionally how women are supposed to be and just changing the status quo and just continue to um, break glass ceilings and just pave the way so that the generation um, that's coming after us would have less fights to fight. But, yeah, I am a social justice warrior that focused on Fighting for women's intersectional intersectional personality and giving them the voice that they need to be who they are.
0: Man, that's powerful. Thank mm-hmm. you, thank you, thank you, Lola. That's very powerful. Kudos to you. Antonora, um, welcome. Oh, this is Palm Wine Central. This is not my yeah. banya. So bring that heat. That heat. They said we were sleeping, so I've I've gotten up. I don't wake okay. up. Let's talk. What's well, so up?
1: First of all, hi, guys. About Hi, hi, hi. My name is Nora Frida, aka Auntie Frida. It's not Auntie Nora, it's Auntie Frida. Get it right, sir. Um, I'm the other half of my Banya podcast. Um, if we're speaking personally, um, I'm a student. Like I'm, I'm a student, damn near for life. Um, and my, actually, my, my area of studies is actually international affairs. With an emphasis on the African continent, and um, I am—I call myself a womanist in training because um, I feel like womanism and intersectional feminisms are tools that we can apply to um, various facets in life to advocate for uh, women's, to advocate for women, to advocate for queer folk, um, and to advocate for Black women, Black queer folk. So. Um, I am sort of learning everything and taking everything in stride as, as, as it goes because I'm still a student. Um, and that's kind of me.
0: Mm. Well, you know what they say, right? Once a student, always a student. So don't feel like, you know what I mean, just because you're in school, you're alone. We're all in this student tense of life, you know what I'm saying? But since we're students, since we are being students of life and um, learning as well or educating, you know. I feel like this is a very, very great moment. This particular moment right now is a very, very great moment for us because um, we started off Couch Talk, right? On Stuck in the Middle. And since then we have not really connected like this. You know what I mean? We've really just been on social media, throwing one or two jabs or comments here and there. But right now we are here, right? We could talk about Indian and whatever, but hopefully now we could have a civilized conversation. You know, as adults and come to, you know, um understandings and all that stuff. So I wanna start like this. You guys talk about um intersectionality, um, fighting for women's rights. And your platform and banya is about that. Talk to us about Mambanya, bring that into what the issue was before, what is now and what is it that you guys are trying to accomplish with my Um, when
3: you say issue issue with how women are being treated in a society how women view like the issue with what
0: you said it both okay
3: um so i I've, i feel like i feel like everyone is uh, not everyone but women are just dis- dis- disproportionately treated less than men period um and especially in this world black women and so our podcast focused on highlight, highlighting those um, insecurities, or those disabilities, or those oppressors, or the oppressions that um, you know disable women from being who they are. So we highlight um, FGM. We did a series on um, sexual assaults, um, gender-based violence. We're very, very very vocal about gender-based violence. Um, we highlight um, women who are an organization who are assisting women, um, such as child, uh, marriage. Um, we do a lot. I don't think a lot of people realize that there's so many things in this world that oppress women. There's so many factors. And just to, just to start listening to them, we're gonna be here all day, so we're just highlighting um, what the, the things that women go through. So we're highlighting the problem, and we're also highlighting the solution because we feel like people don't talk about the solution enough. They're just talk about the problem. This is the problem. This is the problem. This is the problem. This is the problem. We're, we're saying, so how do we fix it? How do we internalize it? Like, what's the next step? How do we move? Where are? How are we holding ourselves accountable? to be that next step. So where are we going? How's the future looking like for a black woman? How are we helping in shaping that? So I think that's what um My podcast is um gearing towards. We're still highlighting the issues, but we're also talking big next steps and finding different um solutions like black women in healthcare and tech that are willing to come and um highlight us what their next step is and um, hopefully can inspire our listeners and they can take that next step as well.
1: Yeah. So I come, I come at it from a perspective of liberation. Um, The liberation of black people is a global issue. Um, And so although I study Africa and my focus is on Africa, I understand that when we're talking about liberating black people, um, it's a worldwide phenomenon and especially black women, Um, I oftentimes think that um, when we're talking about like the larger part liberating black people, we have to focus on the populations that are um, mostly um, disenfranchised and affected Um, most of those times it's black women, um, black queer people, and especially black queer women um, that are disproportionately affected by um, societal problems. Um, Even to get into like the patriarchy and patriarchal uh, structures, um again like i said for me um i use feminism womanism intersectional feminism as a tool to evaluate certain structures um that exist examine how they might be um disadvantaging women and how we can go about changing those structures whether it's um abolishing some of those structures or um i call it reimagining some of those structures um i e reimagining um um family structures to so, um, an extent where it, it actually advantages women, and doesn't um, you know doesn't disadvantage women in that they serve as like literal slaves for the rest of their lives. Um, we evaluate health and healthcare, and look at how those um, disadvantage the black women, black queer women, and see how we can move towards um, giving them resources um, so that they can start better understanding certain things, and they can you know they can use certain things to their advantage. Um, At the end of the day, um, I think facts over everything, um, statistically worldwide, when it comes to violence, men like disproportionately are the um, people that are um, carrying out violence, violent acts towards women. And it's like not even close. And that's like worldwide statistics. So it's like, when you look at that it's like yo how can we start to make sure that like first of all we address this issue especially since it's worldwide and the statistics aren't even close so that um women aren't being hurt and harmed in everywhere in every society possible and then we go from there um, educating women um uh, like women's reproductive rights um women's um, political engagement women's engagement in family women's uh, engagement in, in society and things of that nature so yeah
2: Cool. Um, I just want to say a few things. Um, Firstly, thank you for those comments. Um, And this is just a side note. All this silence is not because anybody's tired. We're just listening very attentively. Um, We want to be sure to give you guys um, the required space that you need to say things so that we can hear every single word. Um, I just want to start off with um, what Anlara said. It was interesting to hear you say that you talked about tackling the issues and moving away from just pointing out the problems to so actually working towards solutions. I think it's really encouraging to hear that because a lot of the times as men, again, like you said, a lot of people focus on just the problems. Um, we get caught up in who's pointing the finger at who, who's name-calling, who what, um, but it's really encouraging to hear you guys be in a position where you're at the forefront, um, where you're actually putting forth solutions um, to the problems that, you know, we can both agree have existed for the longest time. Um, I think even for myself, um, I read an article recently uh, about an executive, I believe, at Google, um, who was recently basically uh, taken out of her position um, unfairly. Um, and when you first encounter an article like that, as I can say for myself as a man, you tend to have your assumptions, but when you actually dig deep into the facts and read things, you can see that discrimination is discrimination whether it's uh the man or the woman or whoever is involved um so if it's injustice it's an injustice period um and i definitely think that uh, the reason why i would like to have you guys here is to really start to bring together these two worlds that are for the you know longest time um either separate or unequal um so i just want to again just harp on that and to build on that um with what you guys are doing, the work that you're doing and will continue to do, um, what kind of growth have you experienced individually as young women, as young black women um, on your journey towards taking forth these actions that you're taking?
3: I'll definitely start. I think the growth that I've seen in myself as an activist, as a women's activist is I've become more confident Um, There's in speaking up about it in different spaces. There were certain spaces where I felt like I can't speak about being a black woman, you know, like my black woman experience is minimal or uninterested. Um, And that would be, of course, like for work, for instance. And I became more confident in being vocal about that. So definitely I've seen uh, confidence in my voice. Um, another form of growth that I've seen in myself, my activism, is not engaging in, Oh, I don't want to say toxic conversations, but conversations when, where it's not leading anywhere. And I feel like I'm mm-hmm. talking to a brick wall. <laughs> and I feel like the person is constantly counteracting everything I said, say. Um, they're coming from a place mm-hmm. of not understanding, not willing to learn but just wanting to attack, attack, attack. I think as Mm an activist, you have to learn, uh, pick and choose your battle when it comes to educating someone or the mass about what you stand for and what you believe for, because you will have people out there who don't want to learn or they don't want to hear you and they just want to attack and attack and it's, and I've learned to step back from it. I used to engage in it a lot but I have learned to step, step back from it and it's really assist in my self-care and mm-hmm. I, I am able to focus that energy into something into something more productive or into a more productive com- conversation that has a greater outcome that ha- uh, can lead to a solution for these problems that we face. So that's where I've seen growth in myself as an activist, um, just growth in confidence about speaking out about it, being vocal about it, um, and then growth in learning to uh, choose and fight my battles when it comes to um, the appropriate, I think, yeah, the appropriate fight, because these, these, there's some, some fights when you're going back and forth with somebody, it's, it's, it's not. There's no. It's just like speaking to a brick wall. So yeah, that's where I've mm-hmm. seen my growth.
1: Um Nora. I say I, I echo, I echo Lala's sentiments. Um, kind of picking and choosing your battles, not engaging, um, especially bad faith, um, um, sort of discussions and argument, because um, we're build. I, I like to think that we're building a network. You know, like we're building a network f- by women for women, um, a network that's going to, you know, transform, uh, transform people's lives and allow women, um, you know, to grow into themselves and be more confident. My personal growth has come in um, just being more confident in myself, um, being more me. Um, I think I was always somebody that was kind of like, because I've, I grew up with so much responsibilities, I, w- I was scared of like people's perception of myself. Like, you know, I have this and this and this to do. Like, if I step out, like, what are people going to think? This, that, and the third. But as I started to learn more about, like, what it is that I wanted to do, um, where it is that I want to take uh, my bunny and all the other projects that I'm involved in, I was just like, you know, I just have to be a genuine person. Like, I can't I can't be engaging in things if I'm not genuine. I'm not genuine myself and I'm not genuine um with, like, you know, the things and the results that I want to see. Also, um, you know, I was also really, like, intimidated by the people that I admire, the people that have gone a little further in this than I am. So I used to be so intimidated that I would be scared to reach out to people to ask for a better understanding. But, like, as of recently, I've grown. And, like, when it comes to that I see um, somebody that's engaging in something or it's a lot more further in their journey than I am, you know, I just, you know, I'd be sliding into people's DMs or or whatever, shooting somebody over and be like, you know, hey, what do you think about this? Can you explain this to me a little bit more? Um, And even just putting myself out there in that, like, I would like to, to work with you in the future if this is something that comes up or, you know, if you're down to collaborate or even like mentorship I haven't gone that far but like you know um potential mentor and mentors like that could mentor me I'm like yo like what do you think about this and you know I say for the most part especially people who are genuinely here for the advancement of women in the education they've been nothing but supportive like oh here's some of the steps you need to take here's some of the things you need to do and like I'm hoping that later on in life that's something that I can do for other people um, and so those are the things that I've grown in. Those are things, um, aspects that I've seen growth in my life. And I've met some really, really dope people in the process of that.
2: Okay. Um, that's really great to hear. I mean, again, this, we're all kind of going through um, this process of growth. And again, we've mentioned this before um, with other, amongst ourselves and other people we've had on the podcast. And I think the same still applies with you. Um, all is that we're kind of finding ourselves all kind of growing at the same time. Um, And we're very fortunate for that um, in the sense that we get to be um, each other's allies in a lot of ways. Um, And just speaking to that point, do you guys feel like you've had enough allies along the way, along this process, or do you feel like there's still more that people need to do um, as far as joining the cause, so to speak?
1: I'm going to answer that there's a lot more that needs to be done um I think we're Lala and I can tell we're we're coming from a point of educating first educating people first and like I said even the people that I've reached out to it's about educating myself and growing in that um I said we've gotten or I can speak for myself personally and even with my mind we've gotten the allyship that matters um again like I'm we're not reaching out to people just for the sake of reaching out you know, um, I feel like organically things are going to grow um, and, and on our expertise, our experience is going to grow and then we're going to reach a, a bigger audience or whatever. And then things like, you know, coming on this platform, um, you know, Palm Wine Central that would like, like, you know, expose us to a different audience is us creating more um, awareness and then potentially drawing in more allyship. Um, I don't think allyship is something that can be forced because if it's not genuine, you have people, especially when it comes to women, you, you have men um, maybe circumventing or taking away um, that, that spotlight um, that, that desperately needs to be you know, projected mm. and, and shown on women. So I think we've gotten the allyship that, it was, that, that has mattered and had been necessary. And um, as we continue to get on platforms such as this, and other things will be exposed to a bigger audience and then maybe gain more allyship.
2: And mm-hmm. Laura, you want to add to that?
1: Mm-mm.
3: I retweet everything she said. <laughs> like, favorite it, pin it,
0: highlight
3: Co- it. What she said, retweet. That's it. Okay.
0: So
2: you mentioned um, allyship, or with regards to allyship, men not taking the spotlight. How do we find a balance in being allies without, again, trying to, eventually end up in a spot where we're basically domineering or uh exerting too much power how do we find that balance what does that balance look like for you then?
3: i think the balance looks like um when you're in our space we're going to need you to sit down and listen basically and sit down and listen and ask the appropriate questions ask how can i help what do you need from us what's going on at this just sitting down and listen and asking the appropriate question as an ally and inserting yourself when you know but not what you would not when you feel is the need to insert yourself but when it feels when um someone says yeah you can do this yeah let's go to the march together mm. yeah talk uh, talk about this um it's it, it will go up way way further than just coming in as okay I'm Allah now what is it let's go let's like like uh, I think men are very very dominant in a lot of situation and so they uh, just humble yourself sit down and listen and um, and tr- I would say try to help but don't overpower it if that makes sense
1: mm-hmm.
3: yeah so just sit down and listen
1: yeah um. To kind of add to kind of add to that, um, I said be introspective, and what I mean by that is be willing to unlearn some of those toxic traits that um, we've been socialized to um, think it's appropriate or normal under the patriarchal society that we live under. Like I said, like the amount of violence <laughs> that women have been subjected to under the patriarchy, whether it's by men and also other women. It's like, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. And we're trying to dismantle that. So like, we're all going to have to unlearn some of those toxic characteristics that we've been socialized to have. And I think especially when it comes to men, especially like cis hetero men, like straight men, um, you know, there's a lot of privilege and power that they did that, you know, cis hetero men wield. And I'm gonna need to see more cis women like acknowledging those privileges and also saying like, okay, this is what I'm doing to be able to unlearn some of these toxic things that I've been socialized to believe as normal when they're inherently violent, especially towards like the more vulnerable population, women um, and uh, queer uh, folk. Um, And to me, that's, that's, that's how you become a genuine ally. I think I think even even more than just, like, going out to a rally because, like, you know, you know, protesting is, is one form of, of, of social justice and social awareness. Like, I mean, literally reimagining so that, like, your family that you're building, you don't continue to pass on some of those traits within your family to your kids or whatever. And also within your friend group. Like, I don't know if we're going to get into this, but I saw, like, When I first started really getting into this, I saw a lot of men saying that like, oh, I don't do this, I don't participate in this behavior. But I didn't see a lot of men chastising that in their friend group. And like, that to me was the biggest, like the biggest L and the biggest like, oh my God. Because it's like, even if you're not doing it, you have the power to tell your friends to chill out. Your friend is a rapist. You're not a rapist, but you hang out with a rapist. Have you chastised that person? Have you done anything to rebuke those actions? You don't beat your wife, but your friend beats your w- uh, their wives. Have you done anything to shun that behavior so that they know that it's not normal? And and these are the sort of things that, or, or your friend is, you know, you know is inherently violent or holds certain notions that are inherently violent towards women um, and towards queer folk you may not be doing that but have you chastised your friend or made sure they know that this type of behavior is ostracized in society especially in your society have you done that no so then you can't call yourself an ally and you can't also like you know wash your hands clean and be like oh i'm not participating in because you may not be directly you know contributing into it but you're indirectly contributing into when you continue to normalize those type of behaviors so i think that's another key thing You know, whether or not you're, well, you shouldn't be, obviously, directly participating in it, but are you going further and making sure that your friends don't think it's okay to continue to be doing stuff like that? And once you start weeding out those behaviors, people, like, especially men in society, are just going to be like, nah, we don't do this. We shouldn't do this. There's no reason to do this. And you start to stop certain cycles.
2: Mm. Would you say that the men that actively, well, that choose not to participate willingly, Wouldn't you say that that is part of what you were saying earlier, that it starts with active listening? Like if they were actually listening to what the problems were and understood the validity of them, maybe they would take some more action? Or you think it's more than that?
1: I think if you're speaking to my comments specifically, it's more than that. Um, Obviously, this is a layered, a lot of these things are layered problems, so you're going to have a layered, you're going to have a layered approach to it. Um, like I said, there are just certain things that we've been socialized to believe are okay in society, and they're just wrong. And um, on top of listening, because I like to think that we're multifaceted people. We're multifaceted individuals. We don't just do one thing all the time. We do multiple things. Um, we're We're unlearning and learning at the same time. And so as we're doing that, um, as we're taking that approach, um, you can have conversations within your friend group. Because, like, you know, hey, <laughs> straight man, listen to your friends, right? Like, I can tell you something. Like, we we cool, we friends. I can tell you something. But if you go within, like, your circle of, like, boys or your circle of men and y'all talking, y'all have a different understanding a- and a different level of, like, you know, understanding, I would say, that, you know, if somebody says something, you're like, oh, you're thinking about it a different way. Like, oh, I maybe, like, I should, you know, maybe not indulge in that sort of behavior. So um, I think as multifaceted people, you can be listening, actively learning and also like applying that learning as well. Right. Because we're applying the things that we're learning, applying that learning, um, those things that you're learning and just being like, you know, I'm not going to accept this type of behavior. I'm going to speak out against it, starting within my circle um, so that, like, you know, we can we start ostracizing some of these bad behaviors
3: I think being an active listener doesn't mean that you're not interacting with what's happening. Being an active, so I think that's the difference. Um, Joe, you, Joe, I think you were talking about being silent and ignoring the issue and being an active listener. There's two, Those are two different things. Being an active listener, you're actually interacting, even if you're nodding your head, even if you're moving silently, but still acknowledging what's going on and, again, like going back to your, your space and talking about it, and actively um, um, hoping to solve the solution, like like um, Nora said. So I just wanted to differentiate those two.
0: Let's speak a little bit about your fellow um, people, sisters, right? Let's just speak about sisters in general because we speaking about men, men, men. It takes two to tango. Men were not raised by men. Men are raised by women, right? And some of these things that um, we do carry around this. The way we think, the way we go about things sometimes are also being allowed by women or even being taught to us by women, right? So, how are you guys also talking to your fellow sisters to also let them know that they are part of the issue?
3: The same way we're talking to you all. I mean, I think we're speaking to you all. I think we're calling them out.
0: I think it it will be a little bit different, right? So, we've been elaborating on men, men, men. I would like to hear you guys elaborate, expand on women. How do you guys approach women? I don't think it's the same. Or maybe it's the same, but I wish you could expand on it a little bit.
1: It's the same. Um, It's the same. It's the same. Um, I mean, like, if you want... Let me elaborate. It's the same. Um... Women contribute to their patriarchy. Lala and I have written a story. Um, we wrote um, we wrote a uh, thing like we have a series, and we wrote um, the first series. We talk about sexual um, sexual violence, uh, sexual assault, gender-based violence. Um, I don't know that should be there should be a trigger warning. Um, so trigger warning. We're going to talk about you know sexual assault, sexual violence, gender-based violence. Um, in our first article, Uncle stop touching me. Mm. Uncle stop touching. We talked about you know. Because um, we, as Cameroonians, we live in a society that, you know, um, puts a lot of puts a lot of weight on uncles. Uncles have a lot of weight, just as men and as uh, respected people in the community. So when you when you when you have that title, you wield a lot of power. And we said that um, there are uncles that wield that power and you know sexually assault young girls, young women. And then in the next story when we wrote aunties, African auntie or aunties do better, we were like, yeah, but in our culture. Women continue that cycle by, you know, not believing women, pushing them aside or continue to raise men that grow up and, you know, do those things. And um, if you're on social media, like, you know, any of the social media, you regularly see men and women dragged alike for the stupidity that they um, that they espouse. So if you see a woman participating, you know some people call it pygmies, whatever sort of like you know cute language you want to use, but you regularly see men and women being criticized for some of the things they come out and say, um, you know, to pep to to continue to per- perpetuate some of these 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 notions. And 100% acknowledge because the patriarchy um, affects women and men alike, um, um, and it's something that. Um, was created to benefit men, but as we're seeing, it's something that has also been to the detriment of men and women. So um, it's something that's carried out by both, and it's something that when we see it in men and women, we call it out because it's not beneficial. It's not beneficial at all. You know, women continue to be violated, but they're also women. And also, like, if you haven't, there are, like, rare situations, which is, like, the nuance of it, where, you know, women that have been abused... Um do come out and shield their abusers. They come out and make excuses for their abusers. You have situations like that, and they come out and ostracize other women that have been abused, that are been uh, that are, are are calling out their abusers. So you have situations like that as well. And you know when we see those, we we're like, you know, hey, you know, and also like this is not to contribute to cancel culture or anything because if we're being genuine about educating people, and, and, and making sure that we're dismantling certain systems. It's key that we're not ostracizing people, we're educating them and letting them know what, and what about um, what about their um, ideas are wrong? What about what the things they're espousing are wrong? And then, you know, if they do decide to start educating themselves, then they do and they, they learn and then we start to dismantle the systems. But the way we address both genders is the same. Because if you're talking rubbish, I'm sorry, but that doesn't help us at the end of the day. And you know, like us standing together, like unity, unity is not gonna make me leave. Uh, you know, forget my morals or forget what I'm fighting for. Like, I'm sorry, but you're just not part of just not part of the game. You're not part of the clique. So,
0: so we're talking about violence, right? Can you guys break down what violence is? Um, are we talking about just rape? What else are we talking about? Give us the listeners. Right, like a list of all the different issues that you guys really tackle. That way, you know, people can really begin to have that clarity on, okay, this is what we're really talking about, and this is what we're talking about. Because right now we're just talking about violence, 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 but really what does this violence look like in real life? How does it play out in real life?
3: We're talking about gender-based violence. So that's violence against um, you because of your gender And then that includes abuse as well. And um, there are seven types of abuse, Um, technological, physical, emotionally, digital, I think. Um, And I forgot the rest, but there's seven types of abuse. Financially, um, so again, like, of course, men are the dominant. Human beings in our society, and so they use all this types of abuse to kind of oppress women. And so you would see a um, situation where, um, you know, a woman, or i was speaking from our my Cameroonian community, uh, will have to give all her earnings to her husband or something like that. So um i think what my mind is doing is um we're trying again like Nora said we're trying to liberate these women and show them how they become they, be- they can become liberated and this the sad thing is um the generation before them they have been taught that this is what this is supposed to look like like this we talk about marriage a lot and the concept of marriage like this is what marriage is supposed to look like a woman's supposed to give 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 and receive two percent like what the hell um <laughs> so um and so we're just you know breaking down everything breaking down everything and just seeing like are are women really happy are we happy are we given are we giving getting back what we're giving out what like, does are happiness we really look like happy?
0: What does happiness huh? look like? Since you mentioned happy, what does happiness look like? Mm.
3: Oh, happiness so, is subjective. Yeah, happiness is very subjective. It's the same way. I it's mean, it's, the,
0: it's the same way. As, I mean, if you put it that way, then all these different, all these different things that you've mentioned is also subjective too. Let me explain. Culturally, mm. culturally, people look at things differently. Would you agree or that? Right.
3: It? That's where the okay. intersectional part comes from.
0: So, in that sense, then. We're not well, go gonna ahead. Go down. No, no, we're not going to go down that route today, but continue. Go
3: ahead. Okay, I was listening. No,
0: I was just asking what does happiness look like? I mean, I know for a fact that um, happiness is subjective, right? Because I don't expect you to tell me how women in general, right, will collectively be happy because there's some right. women that are just going to f- keep going down the same, I mean, the opposite route. You want women to go and there's some women who will follow you, right? So you mentioned happiness, I'm asking what does that look like to you?
1: so i'm gonna I'm gonna put this in the simplest term. Um, I mentioned at the beginning that we're fighting for liberation. The liberation of women, when more than half of your population does not have, do not have rights like basic rights, it literally stifles the growth and the progression of a society. So when you have societies that are, Staunchly aligned under patriarchal rules where women do not, women aren't even looked at as equal human beings. When you have that, how do you as a society think you're going to grow? So it's about liberating. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it's about giving women more of a choice. Choice. So that you exactly. get to choose. Happiness is a choice. Like you're I right. said, happiness is subjective because you get to pick whether or not you want to work, whether or not getting married. Or is, not a man, thing. is your is your motive mm-hmm. of, of of happiness? You get to mm-hmm. choose whether or not having or not kids is your motive of of happiness. You get to pick whether or not um, aligning yourself with men at all or not aligning yourself with men is your mode of happiness. The only thing Mm -hmm. we're fighting for is liberation so that we have more of a choice. We get to make our choices. So that it's not something where, like, a woman is automatically defined by whether or not she aligns herself with a man, aligns Mm -hmm. herself with structures of power. That's what it means. That's what I mean when I say happiness is subjective. But I think what I do not want to do is I don't want to conflate abuse. Whether or not that person views it as abuse as somebody subjectively thinking that's happiness because that's not happiness that's not happiness you know, like, at all. that's not happiness and and so at the end of the day you as a woman get to choose but we're not going to like we're not going to cap like you know certain forms of abuse whether or not people want to acknowledge them as abuse are people choosing to be happy mm-hmm. don't know if that made sense
0: still want to know what happiness looks like to you
1: if you want to know what happiness looks like to us personally, then yo, we can say that. But like you said, we can't, we can't that's speak. What I've been because no, no, the way you, the way you said it was myself. like happiness in general, and it's just like, yeah, I can't tell you what the next woman, you know, happiness looks like. All I can tell you is I want to give women options so that they get to pick what their happiness looks like.
0: I literally said, "What does happiness look like to you?" I literally said that.
1: Um, happiness looks like to me
3: is being at peace with myself and having, um, the choice and freedom to be who I truly am and not having to oppress certain parts of my personality because it doesn't fit into what society think a woman should or shouldn't be. That's what happiness looks like to me.
1: Okay, okay. Um, um, happiness to me is, um, being part of a community that, um just kind of encourages you to be more yourself, just kind of encourages you to be better. Um, Because I feel like, and Lala actually introduced me to this term, but this term of interdependence, I feel like we're people that um, do better in community. And so happiness to me is having a community of people that are supporting one another in whatever endeavors that they want to do. So, you know, a group of women supporting me um, through school, supporting me through life, you know, we literally have groups of people that, like, you know, through your ups and downs, your heartbreaks, your trials and tribulations, your tests. They're, they're encouraging you to keep your head up and this, that, and the third. Um, that's what happiness looks like to me, honestly.
2: Okay. And just building off that, um, I know we're talking about the future prospects, what uh, that will look like in the future. But let's talk about the present. Um, you know, we had Thanksgiving not too long ago. Um, the three of us got together on the podcast and we kind of acknowledged that as far as what we were thankful for what do you guys think that you are already happy about as far as what you've managed to achieve in a short space of time
3: Joe, as a podcast or as an indiv- mm-hmm. individual
2: in your own growth and space as an individual, including if that includes a podcast, all that you've created it's included thank
3: okay. you well, are you asking us what we're thankful for?
2: What, you, what you're happy about? What is it that you're proud about that you've already accomplished?
3: I'm happy that if, um, concerning the podcast, if you look at the demographics of where people are listening to our podcast, it's very diverse from like Ireland, Ireland to Germany to the U.K. to Cameroon to the U.S., it's very diverse. I'm happy that we're not just speaking directly to an American audience, but we're speaking to a global audience, um, and that's just, you know, looking at the stats, is just, I'm like, whoa, I'm amazed that people are actually tuning in and reposting from all over the world, and um just listening in, and I'm hopefully they're taking some of what we're saying and applying it to their daily life and um, internalizing everything that they've been through and trying to work to better themselves. Um, I think that's what I'm happy about concerning the podcast. Um, concerning me as an individual, as a part of the podcast, was that the second question, Lala? It's just you as an individual. Period.
2: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you are more than the podcast. We can definitely say that.
3: <laughs> this podcast mm-hmm. is my life. <laughs> my banya is my life. <laughs> um me as an individual, I think I, I, I keep on talking about this form of confidence that I've kind of grown into. Um I've always been a confident um individual. I've always been extra Extroverted. I've always been out there. I've always been, you know, getting involved. But um, and a lot of people would always tell me, "Oh, I admire your confidence," or "I admire your ability to do that." And I never saw that in myself. And this 26 year of age that I have uh, become into is the first time that I'm actually seeing that in myself and using that power for the greater good of me to edify me, to edify my family and to edify those around me. And so that's what I'm happy about.
1: I'm happy for my tribe, like genuinely, genuinely happy for my tribe. Um, as an adult, I've met a group of people and you know, I've you know formed this network, this community of friends that um, I can literally talk to about damn near anything. Um, like, you know, there's several people on this podcast that, like, they will literally call me at random times and we will have, like, hours upon hours of conversation about, like, our perspective, of growing, like, just growing up in general, some of our fears, like, just things, and, like, you know, they leave that door open to continue to, like, you know, reach out, come to them, and talk about that, and I'm also happy that, like, I'm somebody that people can look at and be like, yo, like, I can call her and we can talk about stuff. Like, so I'm happy for my tribe. I'm happy for um, the people that I've been blessed enough to have in my life. Like, genuinely, it's amazing because, like, I can, I can say that, like, a couple of years ago, like, life was just, it, it didn't, like, I, it didn't look like I was going to be where I am. It didn't look like I was going to be able to have the relationship that I have today. And so for me personally, that's what I'm really, really grateful about. And then, like, also on the podcast level, I'm grateful that I was able to meet Lala. Like, I'm, I'm really grateful that I was able to form that friendship and literally have, like, something where we're building a community and network. That has been probably one of the dopest things that's ever happened to me. So those like I'm really happy about the, the community, the network of people that I'm interacting with and that I'm building life with, literally, because, you know, we're not all defined by whether or not we're married or not.
2: <laughs> you see no arguments there. But, um, yeah, I mean, just, just harping off what you, you two have said, um, especially when it comes to community, and I think this speaks to exactly why we wanted to bring you guys onto, you know, quote, unquote, our podcast, because um, we want there to be some sort of, I guess, overlap, um, or at least we want to acknowledge that we're willing to embrace Um, your community, and also we want to encourage our listeners on our side um, to have that openness and willingness, too. Um, Just like you guys have said, um, it's not just about um, the advocating that you're going to be doing, but also us taking charge um, as much as we can on our side um, to also um, bring that forth. Um, and, And just to kind of close things out a little bit, um, we just want to get your, I guess, closing comments or closing thoughts on um, just being able to spread your word and to spread your cause and to be able to see more people engaging with not only your content, but with, with your cause. Um, what do you have to say, I guess, to the listeners on our side um, that's speaking to that point? Uh,
3: follow us on social media um, at um, my um, underscore Banya. <laughs> um, Joe, what was your question?
2: (laughs) Um, Just what do you have to say to our listeners in in terms of wanting to, um, I guess, engage the allyship or um, to call them to action, I guess?
3: I would think start by educating yourself and asking questions. It's the year of our Lord 2020 and we have basically seen the impossible happen. So do not be afraid. If you don't know what FGM is, if you don't know what inequality is, if you don't know what gender-based violence is, ask the question. No question is too dumb or stupid to be asked. This is all about education to continue continuous knowledge of how women are being treated in the world don't be afraid to ask the que- ask a question ask a question you can um slide in norris and i's dm you can slide in Mind banya's um instagram dm will be more than happy to answer that question for you and um if we're speaking big big grammar and you don't understand like uncle ak is always wanting us <laughs> stop speaking big big grammar don't worry we will break that down into pieces into you in the simplest form where you can understand you and give you examples as it pertains to your life or your situation. So definitely feel free to ask a question. Uh, I think a part, uh, the first step of being an ally is recognizing as Nora said that there is an issue and finding out ways on how you can get involved in, um, you know, making the issue or stopping the issue or making the issue uh, better. So definitely get asked questions. Ask question. Be an active bystander. An active bystander is if you see something, say something. If you see a woman getting punched, being, you know, disrespected, dehumanized by another person, girl or man, say something about it. Step up. Be there for women. Be present for women like women have been present for you your whole life.
1: I don't want to mince words when I say this, but um, it's going to be tough. There's going to be some hard work um, that needs to be done by all of us, men and women, um, to unlearn and um, break down some of these things that exist in our society. You know, I don't want to make it seem all like, you know, if you just do this, you like, literally, there's going to be a lot of tough, hard work to do to dismantle some of the systems that we have, to dismantle some of the notions we have, and to dismantle the patriarchy. It's gonna be tough. I just wanna say, tell like anybody that wants to actively engage with us or in in what it is that we're doing, be prepared to do that. Per- you're not gonna have to do everything at once, but be prepared to do that. It's a step-by-step process that you're gonna have to like key in and actively continue to learn. Cause like I said, I'm learning too. Like I've done, I've been slid into many DMs trying to understand certain things or trying to get like you know some like you know extra sort of guidance um, as to why that thing might be wrong. And then you know I'm also kind of realizing some of the um how you know contradictions to some of the like the beliefs that I hold. And, you know, trying to, sometimes trying to reconcile some of those things and trying to let go of some of those notions, it's a lot of hard, it's a lot of tough, hard work. And so I just want people that are trying to engage with us to understand that, like, if you're not ready to do that, then don't stand in the way. That's my biggest thing. Like, I don't believe in taking up space just for the sake of taking up space. If you're going to say, I want to engage, then be ready to engage. You know, be ready to learn and be ready to unlearn. I'm where, I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. And so if you can do that for me, then like, you know, welcome aboard. Um of course, like a lot of said, follow us on all our social media platforms. Um, slide in our DMs, um, shoot us some messages, um, and you know, just let's have a conversation. Let's hang out too. Hey, by the way, somebody on this panel, most of the people on this panel owe me picnics. That's all I'm gonna say.
0: Are you guys single? Speaking of picnics, are you guys single? Picnics?
1: I want a winter picnic. Uh,
0: hold on, Aziz,
1: owe out. me a
3: dinner. What it do, Aziz? Aziz, don't you haven't said anything this whole podcast. It's,
2: it's, but it's when, all part of allyship. So now you know
3: Yam was on this podcast. <laughs> you are talking a talk. I listened to it. You guys were talking about why are men single.
0: This is part one. going to be a part two, I was told. So I'm at the moment.
3: Okay, Ziz, you have to speak Let
0: Send me your cash app. I got you with your dinner.
3: Oh, energy. You see 2020X and you shall receive. <laughs> Close mouth. Don't get fed on this boulevard. Period.
0: <laughs>
3: period.
0: All oh, that noise because of dinner. Wow.
3: Yes. Anyways. Because of food. Um, you know I like to chop. Are you guys single?
0: <laughs> you guys didn't answer the question. Are men allowed to slide in your DMs?
1: Mm. oh y'all oh y'all this is the perfect segue i literally (laughs) just opened uh, like you know this this stupid social media platform up and it literally says i ignore your dms because i want y'all to find your soulmate it ain't me so (laughs) you can slide (laughs) you can slide if i ignore it is because i want you to find your soulmate and it just ain't me but take that how you will that part
3: what she said touche I mean, you can sign my DM if you need any resources. So if you want to learn more about um, the work that I do, um, if you have a general question to ask me, yeah, feel free to sign my DM. And if you just want a general friendship, feel free. Let's see where the friendship leads us. Yeah. Period. Yeah.
0: So that means you guys are single. I mean, somebody owes somebody a picnic, so whoever that is, no problem. This, this is what you guys do. This is what you guys do on working. on Mambanya, not answering questions.
3: What question are you asking? You guys ask all the questions, but your you cannot mouth is ask. Moving, but nothing's coming out of I'm it. I'm
0: just simply asking: Are you guys single for our fellow <laughs> Palm Wine Central listeners?
1: Yes, but as I said, if your DM goes unanswered, then you know I'm not your soulmate. I just want you to find your soulmate.
0: <laughs> Listen, the way people um, come, I have a partner. The way people come, you know what I mean. They either come correct or they go Or they don't come correct. If they don't come Ooh. correct, that's on them. If they come correct, you cannot just see But this, if they uh... choose
3: not to tell their relationship status, that's on them too. It's all about Yes, you see,
1: this is, a, this is a topic for another yeah. conversation, but how those people that are actually in something, that are clearly taken, that are still trying to shoot. Why? Why? What have I done to you for you to bring me into that kind of chaos? That's why I said, if it goes unanswered, it's because there's some bad vibes.
0: Just maybe some of your sisters have made You know, they've normalized it And, you know, I mean, it's a thing now But that's, again, another topic for another day
1: Oh, the
0: shade Okay, okay
3: Maybe some of your brothers have normalized. No, some like people. DMs. No, some, no, no. One, no. Dang well. You can't some somebody. Some
0: no people. Somebody.
3: You're not entitled to women DMs.
0: <laughs> some people are hungry out here. They need to eat, mm. so. Let them go hey, and feed hey, themselves. Let, let, let them go let and feed me, themselves. Let, let, me, let me keep
2: that energy they said. Let me call out my brother. We're not about that. Let's just close out. Let's keep it professional. We are your allies. That's all that matters. Keep it professional, A.K.
0: You guys need to stop staying hungry. Anyways, listen, man. Shout out to... Uh, I
1: like this. I like this. I like. I really like this. I like the setup. I-, I like the vibe. This is some grown and sexy type vibes. I like it. Mm. I like it. Is Are y'all asking questions? So that, so that you team? know, if people start asking, I can, I can... If You know, people have slid into our DMs asking about some of y'all on this panel, whether or not y'all mm-hmm. I need to know. Mm-hmm. I we need have, to
0: know so that, that children I can... Y'all we what's going girl.
3: on we
0: are true what's your
3: relationship girl? status looking like
0: we are they, true need, they
2: need to listen into our podcast to find out about that
1: <laughs> Joe I got Joe I got the I thought I got the friendship connect don't do me like that
0: you're the man no, Joe no. smoking Joe. keep coming Joe, through, keep
1: that same energy we got some for you
0: there you, <laughs> there you go hey don't go right on my man now listen <laughs> Yo, keep that same energy. ladies we appreciate you guys keep doing what you do Ladies and gentlemen, we we we've had the chance, the opportunity, and the privilege to host and talk to Auntie Frida. Did I get that right this time, Miss Lady?
1: You did, honey.
0: Thank you. Oh, um, uh peppy aka my beautiful spice. You know, Pepe cousin.
1: The spice <laughs> of life.
0: <laughs> headache, international and non-international, yeah. domestic headache even. <laughs> Where? Where? Aka <laughs> Lala. <laughs> and my very 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 great and um understanding host smoking joe and boss man aziz who has been quiet all episode taking notes mm. you already know the summer is going to be lit two. you know what i mean so yeah watch out for part two man coming sometime christmas mm-hmm. edition or new Year's edition whichever when we could find thank y'all ladies. for having
1: mm-hmm. us y'all were gracious i love it
0: yeah man the audio this was, was Everybody amazing
1: got Thank you guys for having us. Um, Y'all should name like, this episode Grown and Sexy Vibes. Ew, featuring no. my banya. Eww.
2: We <laughs> <He> might just. We <laughs> <laughs> might just.
3: Ew. Grown and Sexy Vibes with my banya. Oh.
0: With that said.
3: Joe's looking episode. at me like law and order, Lala. Law and order. <laughs>
0: hold on, hold on, Lala. Hold on, hold on, Lala. With that said. <laughs> This episode was sponsored by Stuck the Podcast. Follow them. Follow Power Central on all streaming platforms. Follow Now ni- follow ni- You Know. Follow My Banya. Like them. Like the intro pages. Slide in the DMs on slide, that's your problem. This was Power Central. Turn, Turn the lights slow. Can you feel the fire? Vib- oh, no. Can you feel the fire? Vib- onu-
1: can you feel the vib- ju- fire? Vib- onu-
2: can you feel the fire? Vib- the vibe- can you feel the fire now? Can you feel the fire? Can you
1: feel the fire now? Can you feel the fire? Can you feel the fire Can you feel
2: the fire? Can you feel the fire Can you feel the fire? Can you feel the fire? Can you feel the fire now?